Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Amanda Gates and today's show is going to be a mini-sode all about the new earth. So you may be asking, where are we headed? What does all of this mean, Amanda? It seems so scary. So I recently received an email from one of my previous students, Brett, and I promised, I think last week, I don't know, I can't remember, all my days are blending now, uh, that I would share this email with you and share my thoughts on the question. So the email says, hi, Amanda, hope you're doing well. I just listened to your latest podcast and had a follow-up question. Your episodes lately have been talking a lot about a paradigm shift and the world never being the same again. My question is, how do we know or do we that it's going to be positive? There are so many very scary things being proposed on the horizon related to technology, microchipping, mandated vaccines, taking away personal freedom, etc. And it makes me wonder, will good win out? Is this a new paradigm shift that is propelling us towards positive change or negative change? Would love your thoughts. Thank you for your hard work, Brett. So how do we know if it's negative or positive? Well, that's a great question, Brett. But here are my thoughts on the shift and fair warning, (laughs) y'all. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I have literally been educating all of you on this show really, really hard for the past five years to prepare you for this year. All of my feng shui teachings and especially my interviews from 2017 until now have all been intentionally placed to help you get everything in order for this year. So most have allowed it to go in one ear and out the other. I can't tell you how many emails I've received from people saying, yeah, I remember you talking something about this like a while ago, but I wasn't really paying attention. Some likely didn't take it at all too seriously, you know, totally distracted by their 3D world and, you know, kind of had me on in the background. And then many of you actually heeded my warnings. So yay for you. So if you want to truly be prepared, I suggest you listen up. First and foremost, the concept of positive and negative doesn't really exist. It's only frequency or vibration that does. So if you've taken my Mac Daddy Feng Shui course, Mastering Feng Shui, the first two weeks in that course, I teach about frequency and energy and consciousness extensively. And so this is exactly why I teach it. Because if you live in those below the cross emotions of anger, hate, worry, doubt, you are living in a low frequency. And being in a low frequency is is really quite dense. It's very 3D. 
So in this frequency, this vibration, basically the world is happening to you. If you are in a state of what I call above the cross emotions, your frequency, your vibration is high. You're in a state of gratitude, love, peace, and you can move throughout your day with a lot more grace, no matter what is thrown at you. So this is really important because a lot of people who are basically living in those dense below the cross emotions, man, they're just on pattern loops, right? I mean, you can literally not see one of them for three years and they pick up right where they left off in those below the cross bullshit emotions that, you know, it's like, really, are we still talking about this? So most importantly is that if you're in above the cross emotions, you can move in and out of these states. For example, you know, you may have a day where you get a flat tire, your phone breaks, you know, these are basically issues that can pop up that can really throw you into a state of frustration. And if you live in below the cross emotions a lot, then those types of events can literally ruin the next three weeks of your life because all you do is talk about it. But someone who has learned to manage the emotions knows how to move through them quickly and rises above the adversity so that they can return to the above the state emotion. They can return to a place of high frequency and move through it quickly and then it doesn't affect them. And this person realizes that each event is happening for them. It's not happening to them. Aha, that right there is spiritual growth. So how do you do this? How do you manage frequency? You know what I'm going to say. How do you create a 5D reality that works with you and not against you? You cultivate your damn chi is what you do. And how many times have I been teaching this on this show? How many times have I talked about cultivating your chi? Well, now is the time. I've been saying it over and over again, and it's because of 2020. Many of you are experiencing massive amounts of anxiety and angst. You feel the world is out of control. It's chaotic. It's like, you know, literally it's one day at a time now, right? Like, (laughs) what's going to happen today? But when you seek understanding that's outside of yourself, you're never going to find the answers you seek. You have to go within. You have to cultivate your chi. You have an entire built-in toolbox to help you glide through this ascension with ease, but it's a choice. There is a bigger intelligence at play here, and it's meant to wake you up. Folks, the Roman Empire is falling, (laughs) and you can choose to fight it, or you can buy your train ticket now and just get on the damn train. You don't really have a choice, actually. But the thing is, is that, you know... I see so many people freaking out. Like I haven't even really been going on social media. If you follow me on Instagram, I really have not been posting for the last two and a half months. I've been trying to get back into it just to help people out and, you know, provide some information, but I don't want to be a part of it. You know, I'm busy over here cultivating my chi. I'm going to yoga. I'm meditating. I'm spending time in nature. And, you know, if you're watching the news, if you're watching really bad movies, you are literally seeking answers outside of yourself. And it's going to continue to spiral you into those below the cross emotions. So it's really important, especially from now moving forward, that you get your shit together and you start cultivating your chi. Turn off the news. Get rid of the negative people in your life. You've got to really go within 
and start cultivating silence, serenity, and peace within you. Because shit's about to get real, real. (laughs) Shit's about to get real volatile here, folks. If you think the first half of this year has been bad, just wait. This weekend, we have a solar eclipse in Cancer. And in a couple weeks, we have a lunar eclipse in Capricorn. And FYI, we just had a lunar eclipse on June 5th. That's why this has been uh, known as eclipse season. And we also have five planets and retrograde. Mercury went retrograde yesterday. So eclipse energy is very unique because the energy lasts for six months, but we typically start to see glimpses, little peaks of what that energy is going to do. And it'll start rearing its head in about eight to 10 weeks. We'll probably feel the shift over the weekend just because we've got so many planets, you know, retrograde, but there's going to be kind of this calm before the storm. I live here in Nashville. We have tornadoes. And, you know, whenever uh, there's a tornado that's about to hit, there's always this immense silence and calm. That's where the saying comes from, the silence before the storm. So the last time that we had a planetary alignment like this was 19 years ago when the World Trade Center was hit. We had a solar eclipse in Uh, Cancer and we had a lunar eclipse in Capricorn the one thing that we did not have is that when this energy starts to rear its head in roughly eight to ten weeks we are going to be in a Mars retrograde we did not have that before so we have Mars going retrograde and it's a planet of aggression and hate and it's you know think of the Roman Empire (laughs) I mean it's pretty heavy stuff and with it going retrograde just going to tear more stuff up. It's going to be chaos. So making the energy of these eclipses combined with all the retrogrades combined with Mars going retrograde, things are going to get quite volatile. And for the past 10 years, we've been living in a comfy womb of gluttony and excess, selfish excess. We have not been caring for the planet. We have not been caring for humanity. You know, it's been every man for himself, every woman for herself. So what can we expect? Well, Mercury went retrograde yesterday and, you know, we may see Corona revisit. Mercury uh, retrogrades usually, you know, it's about review, revisiting, redoing. So we could see a stay-at-home order return. But I likely, I think things will feel fairly quiet. I think that this is going to be like that calm before the storm. I think it's going to give us a false sense of hope that everything is quote unquote going back to normal. Finally, everything is going back to normal. Problem is, Mama Earth is in labor. We've been in the womb for the past 10 years, living comfy in our excess and our consumerism, and we've been trashing the planet. We haven't been kind to one another. Now we're in the birth canal. There ain't no going back, folks. (laughs) You can't turn around and crawl back up in there. Doesn't work that way. So job losses are going to continue. More people are going to get laid off. Unemployment is going to skyrocket. And currently, we are being told that the GDP is still high. And so that makes us think that, oh, the economy's good. It ain't that bad. You know, it it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. I think that's false hope. There's something going on there. Something doesn't feel right there. There's something that's hidden. There's some deception going on there. 
So I think that when unemployment benefits run out and more people find themselves truly out of work with no income, we're going to land right back where we were. You know, I don't know how many of you uh, remember, but I remember this like it was yesterday when the spring of 2009 hit after the 08 crash and the fall, we were all, you know, the dust was settling. We were trying to get our bearings and then 2009 hit and, you know, we had white collar workers, people with PhDs, just fumbling over themselves to try and beg for a job at Starbucks. You know, these $10 an hour jobs where, you know, Starbucks was getting like 1200 applications a day. So I think we're going to, I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to start uh, really seeing uh, major job losses, especially in the white collar arena, in the um, luxury and dispensable income sectors, I think are going to be hit the hardest. Travel, luxury goods, restaurants, retail, we're going to start seeing a, a big decline in that. And I think we're going to really start seeing this full swing by March of 2021. And this is going to last for about three years. So this is going to be not only a global recession, but the United States, which I've said on this show before, the United States is going to get hit the hardest. Um, the Roman Empire is falling, folks. <laughs> so now that you're ready to turn off the show and I have filled you with doom and gloom, you may be ready to just, you know, go sit in the corner with some vodka and ice cream and just tune out the whole world. And, and I had a friend the other day say, well, I'm just going to go in my child's uh sheet tent that she's got set up in her room. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, that works too. But listen, there is a silver lining to all of this, especially if you're cultivating your damn chi. In 2012, humanity had the opportunity to shift to a higher timeline. We had the opportunity to elevate to a higher spiritual realm that could have been really realized by 2014. But as usual, humanity chose to stay thick in the 3D paradigm of gluttony, greed, power, consumerism, you know, and all at the stake of our planet. You know, how long have we been talking about fixing the planet? How long have we been, um, you know, so many books are out there. I mean, think about it. When did The Inconvenient Truth come out? I think that was in 2006. I mean, we're talking 14 years ago and nothing has changed. Talk about an inconvenient truth. Everybody's like, ah, yeah, I mean, I should do a little bit more, but I'm so busy. Well, here we are, folks. So because we did not heed the call, there is no choice but to turn us upside down and inside out. Perhaps now people will start paying attention. Perhaps now people will start doing the necessary work and stop shopping for new shoes on their Nordstrom app. <laughs> you know, and start looking at the woes of their ways and actually do something about it. And now you don't have a choice. So the next five years are pivotal in getting humanity to return to a place that we really haven't seen since our days in Atlantis and Lemuria. It has been realized that, you know, as earthlings, we cannot seem to break out of our karmic ways and continually getting lost and totally enamored by Earth's potent egoic ways. The greed, power, striving, it's all seduced us into thinking that to be richer and more popular 
is to be successful and well-liked. We, we totally buy into vanity metrics like how many likes we get on Instagram or how many likes and comments we get on Facebook. And, you know, that kind of achievement is by far the only way to win. And it's not. It's a complete vanity metric that we've bought into and we've become addicted to things that don't serve us and don't serve humanity. So what's the silver lining? In the coming years, the environment is front and center. Mama Earth is going to heal. And I think that as more of us find new ways to work from home, we won't encounter global warming, but we're going to experience global cooling. And I think that... um, we're going to be forced to figure out new ways to work uh, from home and earn an income from home. And our values are going to shift because we're entering into an Aquarian age or the Aquarian age, which is all about technology, new innovations, you know, being a visionary. And so the other thing that's quite spectacular about Aquarian energy is it's all about community teamwork coming together lord have mercy i can hear the angels singing so you're gonna seek determine and realize how wasteful you've been and how you've been consuming things that don't serve you and you're gonna learn new resourceful ways to work with the planet in a circular way that's sustainable and truly helpful for everyone including the planet I think healthcare and education are going to get a complete overhaul, uh, shoving mathematics and science down every child's throat, you know, extremely left brain is really how we've been taught is the only way that, you know, uh, it's the best way for basically get the United States to excel. And education, I think, is going to become a lot more customized to a child's natural abilities. And those gifts will actually be nurtured and cultivated and widely expressed in a positive way. We've put so much emphasis on left brain thinking. And we've put so much emphasis on this idea that it has to be so analytical and reasonable. And we really not cared for the arts and cultivating things like music and creativity and those are the things that really make our hearts sing and allow us to thrive and I mean it's been cut off at the knees and I think we're going to really start to see a major shift in that Healthcare, I think is going to move away from a profit-centered quote-unquote keep you sick to stay profitable mentality and it's going to shift into health and wellness that actually helps us get well and equality for all walks of life. I mean, it's not fair. I was just watching this great show on um, Netflix called Linux Hill. And this woman needs, she has severe asthma and she needs uh, an inhaler. And because her insurance doesn't cover uh, this particular inhaler, this woman has to go to the ER, which is a $1,500 visit so that she can get this inhaler. Which, if she could just go to CVS and pick up the damn inhaler, it would be like $10. But that's how screwed up our system is. So we are definitely going to be seeing a major shift in that. That is just not reasonable. It's not economical. I mean, everything about that is stupid. I think we're also going to see a massive shift in kindness towards all. I've been talking about this for a long time, how we need to be more kind. We need to be more compassionate. So we're going to start creating innovative ways to take care of the needs for all. 
whether you've got someone who is homeless, someone who is in severe poverty, we are going to see a rise in free community gardens where everyone pitches in and is rewarded with delicious local healthy food. I think we're going to see a shift in that too where our resources are going to start becoming a lot more local and we need to support local. You know, it's ridiculous when you go to the grocery store and you've got stuff coming from Spain and Mexico and, you know, our food is traveling 5,000 miles. It's not sustainable. It's not good for our planet. And I think that we also need to, you know, it's not fair that people who have been in poverty and they can't get out of poverty don't have access to good quality foods. And, if we can take the land that we have and become more communal and help each other out. We've got a fantastic uh, garden here called Bell Gardens. Deborah is actually a, a director of the on the board of Bell Gardens, and all of their food is donated. They donate it to Second Harvest. I get some of it. It's delicious and amazing. But, you know, I don't know how big it is. I think it's a couple of acres, but this couple of acres produces an enormous amount of food. So there's no reason why every city can't have multiple gardens like this to help our homeless, to help, you know, maybe single mothers, people who are really in need of local produce that is healthy and delicious and it should be free. I had uh, Sabrina Riccio on the show a couple of years ago and she was talking about innovative ways of, you know, where cities, we've got all these um, things where we've landscaped like the sides of roads and things with stupid stuff that looks pretty, but it's not serving a purpose. And she came up with this brilliant idea. Why are we not planting, you know, more gardens and more trees that produce fruits and vegetables so that people have access to this? I think that's a brilliant idea. So as we enter into the Aquarian age, we are going to see a rise in technology, which I was just mentioning about. More people are going to start working from home and businesses are going to start to shift away from brick and mortars. We're going to start seeing a, a much bigger shift into more home-based options. And this is great because this is going to keep cars off the road and employees are going to be much happier because their schedules are going to have more flexibility and freedom. You know, this old paradigm of the nine to five grind, keeping your quote unquote minions under control is a thing of the past. You know, people want their freedom. They don't want to have to go into an office Monday through Friday, nine to five. You know, it's very hindering. It can be hard, especially if you have kids. So I think what we're going to see is we're going to see employers start to really incentivize employees and put together highly valuable packages to keep staff happy and healthy. Oh my God, what a concept, right? <laughs> so I think we're also going to see a major shift in consumerism. You know, this I need more mentality um, is going to shift to how can I take this extra that I have and actually help out others? How can I take this and, and help benefit the community and benefit my neighbors? So I think that's going to be a huge positive. This whole idea of being selfish and, you know, consuming for the sake of consuming, we're going to see a major shift and change in that. So the thing is, is that if you choose not to cultivate your chi and you choose not to do the inner work, the next three to five years are going to be extremely scary and bleak. It's going to feel like the world is turning into Lord of the Flies. But here's the thing. If you choose to cultivate your chi 
and you work closely with nature and embrace this beautiful shift and what it's bringing about, you're going to find that you flow with much ease and grace. You're also going to find that you become happier with less and giving to others and building community is a rich and rewarding treat for the heart. The days of being an island are gone. The days of being selfish are gone. Now is the time to rise up and be the change you want to see in the world. When we emerge from the birth canal into this new earth, it's going to be glorious. But remember, the difference between a journey and an ordeal is attitude. And I'm going to add to that, the difference between a journey and an ordeal is cultivated chi. All right, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this show today. I know it was filled with a lot of doom and gloom, but I'm hoping that it puts a fire under your ass to be proactive so that you create the change you want to see in the world. It's all highly positive. What's going to emerge from this is going to be glorious and amazing and beautiful, but you have to help make it happen. Brett, thank you so much for sending in your question. After June, I'll probably be taking a hiatus from the show. I might put up some reruns, but that requires a lot of work on my part. So I may just tell you to go back and find them on your own and leave me alone so I can go play with my trees. All right, everyone, if you like the show, be sure to head on over to iTunes and subscribe. Leave us a review. And if you'd like more info about me or if you'd like a floor plan reading, head on over to my website, interiorvibes.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.